Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday, July 31st, 2024. This is Infowars War Room brought to you by InfowarsStore.com, the fastest three hours on the internet. Starts now. When we come back, we have stunning... Shocking, incredible audio from James O'Keefe. And he released a statement some hours ago, the likes of which I've never seen James make in his life. I mean, he's talked about, you know, not being suicidal with some of the big reports he's had undercovering the Democrat Party and other such things. But um, he was he was next level with this. And perhaps now we know why. As a D.C. White House insider on an undercover video from James O'Keefe basically admits what we all already know. Joe Biden is shot. Cognition gone, mental capacity gone, and Kamala Harris has been a complete disaster. So imagine everybody knows this and it's the loyalists to the regime. It's the regime media. It's the corrupt mainstream media propping up Joe Biden, propping up this corrupted, declining old fool, only being propped up and protected by the mainstream media, which is just as corrupt as Joe Biden. And of course, we've already got the leaked tape from Joy Reid that we played yesterday. We're in a hot mic. She says, yeah, he's starting another effing war, but then goes on air to say how great he is. You've got Van Jones on leaked audio talking about how they always knew that Russian collusion was fake and it was a nothing, but they all reported on it anyway. These are lying scum, but not James O'Keefe. So I saw that statement and I said, boy, what is he going to drop? And then he dropped it about half an hour or so ago, right before we go on air. And we're going to play you the full 10 minute undercover video, DC Insider, letting the cat out of the bag. Joe Biden shot. Kamala Harris is a disaster. It's just, can you imagine working in this White House? What a disaster it would be. That's why Jen Psaki got out. And, and there's other funny angles to this. I'll tell you all about those. We've got developments with the Trump cases, the multiple cases. They're having major setbacks. And I can kind of tell you what's really going on here. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a bit of a hint when we cover this today. But when you start seeing these setbacks in this Trump case and that Trump case, for for the Democrats and for the deep state and all these corrupt judges and DAs that are going after Trump, what does that really mean? The the details of the case and, and the ongoings is not necessarily the big story. I'll tell you what the big story is when we come up later today to cover that. And then some other developments with the E. Jean Carroll situation – you know, any other case, she would have completely blown it with the follow-up TV interviews where she's laughing about all the money she makes and says she'll do anything to destroy Trump. I mean, any appellate court should see that and say, yeah, psh, gone. This ain't legit. But in today's America, with these Democrats, you just never know. More news on the January 6th pipe bomb story. 
uh, it just continues to go right down the path we expected it to go to. And then we're also going to have a guest, and we're going to kind of lead this into the continued mistreatment of January 6th defendants. But then it's the same U.S. attorneys making sure that January 6th defendants get the worst treatment possible that are protecting uh, kitty diddlers and uh, other such criminals. So we'll have that coming up. Maybe there are some political ways to cure us of the corruption in Congress that we'll talk about today. Why are Democrats so obsessed with children's sex lives, or why do they think children should have sex lives to begin with? We continue to ask ourselves that question as more Democrats talking about minors' sex lives today as well. Yeah. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. done it again and when i saw the statement that he released last night or or earlier today rather i knew something big was coming because james o'keefe is is somebody that that really has a light heart and, and truly does love life and loves what he does he doesn't live his life in fear you know he's talked about not being suicidal obviously before uh, for obvious reasons but he's not somebody that goes around and plays victim. He's not somebody that goes around and, and, and talks about what he really deals with behind the scenes. And I've always respected him for that. It's part of uh, what it takes to be successful fighting the deep state and the globalists and all the other rot gut corruption that comes with it. So I'm going to read this statement from James O'Keefe. And... This was from last night, and and then he released the video just about 30 minutes ago, and we're going to play this full 10-minute report, just over 10 minutes. And once I read this statement from James O'Keefe, you'll understand why he would put this out after the video he just released about half an hour ago. Just hot off the press. And so here was his statement last night, building up. People familiar with the story coming out tomorrow keep texting me, asking me about fear. I've taken the time to write a careful response. At 39, I've lived a good life. Whether it's complete or not is not up to me. What happens next, I don't know. There's, If there's more to come, so be it. I've learned the pursuit of truth requires extreme risk while operating without a safety net. I've experienced so much. I've lived 10 lives compressed into a fraction of one. And so he goes on. talking about what it's like to fight corruption and the risks and the ups and the downs. It has been 
indescribable hell on earth for me to witness people go against everything they claim to believe in, everything good and right in service to their love of money and power. I've witnessed envy destroy people whose hearts I thought I knew. I've seen an unhealthy obsession with comfort and safety from countless others. These weaknesses stand between us and what we're up against, which leads me to the video I'm about to release. I'm not suicidal, but I'm also not afraid to die. Now I'm indifferent to the outcome and frankly numb to the consequence of truth-telling. I've adapted to faith over fear. The mission is to discover other people whose principles are not for sale, who will do the right thing rather than talk about doing the right thing. I'm tired of seeing tens of thousands of people sliding into my DMs, complaining to my team about how bad things are, and then they make excuses or do nothing. So here I stand. I can do no other. As has been said, if they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. Is that a Carrie Lake quote? Let's do this. Let's get 2024 started. Let's inspire others to be brave. Let's raise the stakes. Let's expose them all in truth. James. So I'm thinking, okay, what is this guy about to do that he hasn't done yet? He's exposed the human trafficking that the Democrats run, the illegal funding of illegal immigration that the Democrats ran right out of the Beto O'Rourke campaign here in Texas. He's he's had undercovers go into their voter harvesting operations. He's he's proven voter fraud. The list just goes on and on. And then the new video breaks today. Top White House cyber official tells James O'Keefe in disguise. I can't believe they can't even. It's amazing because you're like, how can James O'Keefe still be doing this? Can't they recognize him? Don't give these leftists, don't give these corrupt bureaucrats more credit than they deserve, I guess is what we learn here. Top White House cyber official tells O'Keefe in disguise. They can't say it publicly. The White House wants to replace Kamala Harris and confirms Joe Biden's mental decline Biden is definitely slowing down. This is Charlie Krieger, a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office at the White House. And so now we've had a a, a White House intern talking about all the sex and all the orgies and, and all the freakiness that goes on. And now you've got a cyber official talking about what the media is trying to cover up, the embarrassment that is Kamala Harris and the mental decline and physical decline of Joe Biden. Here is the latest from James O'Keefe and the O'Keefe Media Group. So you're, you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets. And so I manage yes, no. two federal agencies, mm-hmm. the State Department and USAID. So when you say sec- it's like security, like you're protecting the networks of the federal agency you're that you give all your information to the mission is to protect right. yes. information and we serve we, we are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and and promoting the president's priorities is he is he going to be the the nominee yes and she will be the vice president nominee yeah i don't there was a debate about removing her from the ticket but 
sadly they did. She can't keep black the staff. Fuck? They quit on her in mass. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. Yeah, I know. he's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely slowing down. Well, they know that he has those issues. I think so. But they're not willing to say it. Shows it. And, they're not and willing to say correct. it publicly. And same thing but with Kamala Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, I what see. kind of message are you going to send to, like, all the African-American voters? How would you spin that? And of course, that's how she got the People job. Like, she's the first diversity hire yeah. vice president. Like, she's a woman, and she's multiracial. I think I think that they're really concerned about this. But they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, Correct. Biden they is, publicly. is uh, no, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to they toe the line. they say it privately? But they won't say publicly Correct. that Biden they is, is uh, no, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to they toe the line. they say it privately? I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. Like, you're, just, yep. you're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? No, but that's, I mean, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've had a meeting with Michelle Obama at one point when I was an intern, and someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said no, emphatically. Really? I've seen all the shit my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. People would be like, well, I don't think we should have to get the vaccine. And I'm like, like you're not gonna get the vaccine, and then you're gonna go expose my family exactly. in the hospital. Exactly. Exactly. Unlike vaccinated COVID, like. So you work in cybersecurity for the White House, and my my question is, what are you doing on a meeting with James O'Keefe? What type of cybersecurity operation are you guys running over there? We're running a good cybersecurity operation. Well, obviously not. Okay. If they say it publicly, Correct. Biden is, is uh... What is this clown show you guys running over at the White House? Videos like these will be brought to you in part by support with funding from the Citizen Journalism Foundation. Now you can make a that tax is a deductible How do they not recognize James? Citizen Journalism Foundation's independent journalism. Please go to citizenjournalismfoundation.com to learn more. Charlie Crager is a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office of the White House. He manages two federal agencies and for the last four years worked at the State Department. He works on the president's priorities, executive orders, is a high-up official, and cybersecurity subject matter expert. I met with him undercover on Sunday, January the 21st with my puts on glasses and a vest. wearing fake eyeglasses. Not only did he not recognize me, he sang like a bird. His social media, which was scrubbed after my initial meeting with him, says he likes long walks on the beach and diplomatic negotiations. That's cute. I thought I was the with the Kennedy School at all. Harvard? What about it? Yes, I'm in the executive education program there at the really? yeah. so, so I, I got a job at State Department. The State it's Department. Like, I, I essentially started at Georgetown and I applied at State. And I went to Georgetown for my master's. Where I studied when I joined the. Um, Wait a second. The, Is he hitting uh, on James O'Keefe? Program. Is that what's going on here? So when I was there, I focused on like cybersecurity mm-hmm. and cyber, technically cyber intelligence. So like the 
like espionage and the spy game that cyber intelligence you really are James Bond aren't you <laughs> I know my, my grandmother my grandmother likes to be like he's a spy he's a spy and my parents are like you can't say that don't, don't tell people don't say these that don't say that you're a spy I'm a spy <laughs> like I'm talking I mean, yeah yeah but um yeah, I mean, no, let me get I'm that. Let me get that. Let me get that wine, and I'm having I raging clue right management, now. And so my job is to um, help oversee like responses to cyber incidents and cybersecurity problems. And so I manage two federal agencies: mm-hmm. the State Department and USAID. So I, I like have recurring meetings with them where we talk about goals and we talk about, about the president's priorities and like how are they coming on certain executive order deliverables and like all of this kind of stuff. Charlie says he's responsible for protecting the networks of the federal agencies. So when you say sec- it's like security, like you're protecting... The networks of the federal agencies. You're pro- you give all your information to that, that Through commerce or... Everyone, yeah. So you're protecting commerce. the networks. Yes. And I, but I'm not like sitting there coding. Yeah. I'm meeting with like the senior level decision makers, and we're talking about problems. You're doing it at a senior like, level. So this is a yeah. diverse. So this is probably a, a LGBTQ plus diversity hire who doesn't seem very good at his job. Wow. Or maybe uh, that's I'm cool. wrong. That's really cool, Mr. James Bond. <laughs> Charlie Krager, who works in the executive office of the White House, says he's the president's voice, and his mission is to protect networks, promote the president's priorities. <laughs> work with the Security Council and other parts of the White House. And I think that voters are going to look at that and it's going to hurt us. I I think that independents are going to look at that and they're going to be like, I can't deal with that. But with him, I mean, he's got dementia. Um, Yeah, well, I don't think he has a clinically yet. Not yet. Um, But he's definitely slowing down. My question is, are the people like your colleagues or the White House or whatever, do they get it? Do they know that? I think that they probably do, but no one in modern history has ever said, like, we're not going to renominate the president for a second term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just hasn't happened. Like, do they know that he has those issues? I think so. But they're not willing to say it. Shows it. And, they're not and willing to say it publicly. And same thing but with Kamala Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove the potential ticket. Like, I what see. kind of message are you going to send to, like, African-American voters? So that's the reason why they won't remove her. That's what I think. How would you spin that? People would be like, what the f***? Like, like, she's a woman, and she's multiracial, and she's like... But she's not popular. Charlie says he's seen, in the executive office of the White House... People talking about how Kamala Harris hemorrhages black staff. Kamala is so unpopular. The New York Times did an article about how she hemorrhages black staff. She can't keep black the staff. F- they quit on her in mass. She hemorrhages black staff. want to work with Kamala? But yeah, there's a New York Times article about it. She's it such went, a like, real... The subject came up about replacing Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I think they need to get rid of him or get rid of her. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that. Then Charlie Krager, who works in the executive office of the White House, says he's heard his colleagues say they can't tell the truth to the American people about what's really going on. But they do say it behind closed doors at the White House. I think I think that they're really concerned about this. They, but they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, Correct. Biden they is... is uh, they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to they they toe the line. Do they say it privately? Toe that line. 
So they know it. Better do yeah. that lie. Of course they do. But yeah. it's the optics and like the scandal. I think they feel wouldn't be worth it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. Like, you're just, yep. You're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? No, but that's, I mean, that's what I've heard. Charlie Quager says he's just no, telling it makes us sense. It's what a he's heard Democrat. in not the supposed executive to. office. Unless you want to destroy so I was I had a meeting with Michelle Obama at one point when I was an intern, and someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said no, emphatically. Really? She said, I will never run for office. It doesn't interest me. I've seen how, like, she, she said a lot more eloquently, of course, than I'm going to say it, but she was like, I've seen all this course, that my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. I asked Charlie Kreger, who works in the executive office of the White House, how is it that a security official in the White House, doesn't know he's on a meeting with James O'Keefe and would divulge such secret information to James O'Keefe. So you work in cybersecurity for the White House, and my my question is, what are you doing on a meeting with James O'Keefe? And how do you think it looks to the American people that working in the Office of Cybersecurity you're sitting across the table with James O'Keefe, okay. founder of Project Veritas. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. We do undercover investigations into people. What does it look like to the American people that the cybersecurity specialist at the White House is sitting across from the founder of Project Veritas? What type of cybersecurity operation are you guys run over there? Very inclusive. We're running a good cybersecurity operation. Well, obviously not. Very diverse. Did you with me? <laughs> Did you do your Very research? Hot. Or what is this clown show you guys run over today? <laughs> Tune in tomorrow for the full reaction of Charlie Crager with I will Oh, yes. I, I will be tuned in. What we have learned in OMG's undercover investigations into D.C. so far is that we have more problems in this country than the White House is willing to admit. And the Our media covers up. source, Charlie Krager, told us exactly what he has seen and heard that only a rare few have access to. With a vice president who causes hemorrhages within black staff, a president who has not yet been assessed for dementia, but people continue to talk about his ability to lead behind closed doors, and apparently Michelle Obama, who is not coming to the rescue, Big according to Charlie Krager. We are going to be keeping a watchful eye during the election season and would like for you to step forward and volunteer, get active, and get involved at OMG. So, okay, so much to, so much to unpack. Another, I mean, James should have a closet full of journalistic awards and Pulitzer Prizes, but when you actually fight corruption and do real journalism, that's, they, they snub you from that. When you're a, a nice regime hack and a liar in the media, that's when you get the closet for full of awards. But, you know, by the way, to uh, one Charlie Krager here talking about how great the vaccine is. Yeah, not really. Nearly half the deaths observed in the United States households judged to be due to the COVID vaccine. This is from Steve Kirsch, and he talks to data and market research experts, and their conclusion is that half the deaths in American households were in some way, shape, or form tied into the vaccine. So there's your uh, there's your safe and effective that you fell for. But something tells me he likes to be penetrated. But that's another story. Who had, oh man, who had James O'Keefe going in uh, on an undercover uh, 
gay sting. Wow. You know, I've known a few of these undercover journalists. Obviously, James O'Keefe and, and, and InfoWars have, uh, we, we talked to James a lot. We've gone hand in hand on some projects and such. And now James O'Keefe with his own O'Keefe Media Group. But, you know, it's amazing to watch because we've seen this now. I think this is the second or third in a row. Remember that one guy who was at, uh, it was like a bakery or something, and he just starts going ape when he finds out he's undercover, just starts going crazy, and it's, it's, a, it's a gay guy. It's uh, let's just say there's a there's a there's a common denominator. There's a common denominator in a lot of these undercover operations. There's a common denominator. And uh, I guess if they figure that they can kind of bloviate and, and talk about how cool their job is and what kind of inside information and intelligence and access they have, that maybe they can get some personal private access in another way, and they just spill their guts. Truly amazing. and, and But it, it also shows you how a lot of these people that the Democrats have working for them really aren't that bright to begin with, specifically these diversity tire, uh, hire types. And then the last individual that O'Keefe Media Group had on film I kind of felt bad for that guy. I think he probably has some sort of a diagnosis with some sort of a a mental disorder or a learning disorder. But you notice that that wasn't that they didn't have to do some sort of a undercover, you know, oh, I'm gay. You're going on a gay date or, oh, I'm a hot chick. You know, here's the camera in between my uh, cleavage that you don't even see. So O'Keefe Media Group does it again. You know, the one unfortunate thing is that the mainstream media still refuses to cover one of the great American journalists, and that's James O'Keefe and his great work. So there you go. Uh, White House insider tells you everybody knows Joe Biden's declining. Everybody knows Kamala Harris is a joke, and they're lying to the American people about the entire thing. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. 
This broadcast contains subject matter that may offend liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. That was a, that's a big blow right there. The problem is, it has to land. So, that's why I said, yep, we're starting the show with that. We're playing the entire video. We're going to get as many eyes on that as possible. And I would suggest, in fact, guys, pull up uh, James O'Keefe Twitter account and the O'Keefe Media Group Twitter account. And, and I'm going to go ahead and repost that from, from my account, too. But, because this is what I'll do. And then I'll come back and report to you tomorrow. We do this every time when there's a big story like this that that should be a top story. Should be a top story. Now, we don't expect any of this from the regime corrupt lying media like MSNBC or CNN or the, the, the network news that basically just likes to do fluff and puff and consume and digest. But, I mean, Fox News will likely ignore this as well. And that's the problem is that when we have our team, the team for freedom, the team for truth, the team for America, and we have a guy like James O'Keefe who just did a 360 windmill dunk on the White House. It's like, yeah, you, you want to play that all over your, your, your team's pages and you want to play the replays and you want to put it on the top 10 and, and you want to show it over and over, and you want everybody to make sure that they see that. And and we just don't play like that. And, and, and there's a bit of a juxtaposition here, too. Notice how you can't... The, the American left cannot recreate what Project Veritas does or the O'Keefe Media Group does. They can't do it. It's impossible. They tried. And there's, there's really probably multiple reasons, but the... But the the number one main reason is that there's no corruption. There was a group called the Undercurrent that tried to recreate the undercover videos that we see from James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, and there's some other groups that have started up too that uh, we've covered as well. And they try to recreate it. There, there is no corruption. So, so they get conservatives and Republicans behind the scenes and they say the exact same thing they say on camera. Like, yeah, Biden's really corrupt. Biden stole the election. And then they will put that out to their people. And it's like, look, they think Biden stole the election. They think Biden's corrupt. And it's like, yeah, that's what they say on TV. That's what they say on all their shows and everything. So what, there's no there's no lying. There's no cover-up. So they tried to do it. They can't do it. And then uh, the other one, which is a little more, I don't know how you want to say it. Look, it's not a coincidence, probably, that, uh, and, and I don't want to give too much away here, but it's it's not a coincidence that a lot of the Undercover journalists for Project Veritas are uh, good-looking women. And it's not a coincidence that in some of these other videos, it's uh, gay men that, that think they're going on a, on a date and they want to impress their, uh, you know, their date. So, and you know, I, I think just generally speaking to being able to... Uh, being able to control your your sexual urges and uh, control yourself and not let your um, 
instincts, let's say, in that manner, uh, take over your intellect? Because you end up like that guy. You end up like that guy. And uh, again, I mean, I, I can speak from experience here. Sometimes it's like pretty obvious. It's like, oh, oh, really? Yeah, that's, yeah, you're here. You're just want to, yeah. I mean, I, I've been out with crew and this has happened. It always happens in D.C. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll only go to spots where I know people and bartenders will be like, yeah, that, that person's trying to uh, honeypot you. You should get out of here. Or that person's trying to spy on you. You should just get out of here. So, but that's just another lesson. But there you go. White House insider spills the beans. Everybody knows Joe Biden is declining. Everybody knows Kamala Harris is a joke. And that's their security guy. That's their cybersecurity guy. And he gets he gets befuddled by James O'Keefe in glasses because he thinks he's on a on a on a gay date. <laughs> Just I mean, come on. Hey, seems like a nice guy. Seems like they were having a good time. And then things went horribly wrong, didn't they? For one of the members of the duo. So now I guess tomorrow we get to see whatever his reaction was. But but I think you could tell he didn't even really know who James O'Keefe was. Even when he takes the glasses off and says, what are you doing with James O'Keefe? He didn't seem to know what was going on. He's just like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of, I've heard of James O'Keefe. So, uh... James O'Keefe is out here, white hat, honeypotting, gay government officials with Superman glasses. <laughs> 2024, January 2024. This is the last day of January. I mean, what are the highlights for January already? This is just insane. You've got that uh, forest rat woman getting 80 plus million dollars from Donald Trump, then bragging and laughing about it, claiming she's a rape victim, even though Trump was found innocent of rape. By the way, we've got more on that. So, so. Let me just hit pause as, as I'm kind of coming down off the high of that new James O'Keefe video. Yeah, hi, uh, tell me more. <laughs> James O'Keefe and his date sharing a butt light. I like butt light. Ooh, tell me more about your butt light. But first, tell me all about your cyber security infrastructure. Oh, my gosh. It's just incredible stuff, isn't it? This is this is who works for Democrats. Can't find any can't find any Trump people undercover talking about how they lie and deceive and manipulate. But there's hundreds of videos of Democrats undercover talking about that. <laughs> I mean, this stuff is hilarious. The crew's pulling up all these memes. You guys gotta put these on the screen. This is just, Twitter is winning today. The James O'Keefe memes are winning today. All right, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. We still got a ton of news to cover. We got a ton of uh, guests coming up as well. Unfortunately, not all the news is so great as uh, that undercover video was. So we'll get to um, some of the bad news today as well. But I'm feeling good. You know, I've got uh, I've got my Turbo Force Plus in me, so that's good. I got my Brain Force Plus in me. That's the combination I like to go with before I go on air. You can find out why for yourself. Turbo Force Plus, 40% off. 
at InfoWarsStore.com. 10 hours of clean energy. Trust me, one scoop, 10 hours of clean energy. You say, 10 hours, come on. No, it's for real. 10 hours of clean energy, one scoop. You might just want to do half a scoop. You'll get maybe maybe four or five. There's a reason why it has all five-star reviews. Turbo Force Plus, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off. I like to combine it or stack it, if you will, with Brain Force Plus before I go on air every day for maximum energy and focus for a three-hour transmission. Try it for yourself today at InfoWarsStore.com, and it's your support there that keeps us on the air. And don't forget about the new and improved nitric oxide Nitric Boost formula as well. Nitric Boost, power up, achieve massive strength and power with our potent formula. Apply nitric oxide levels. Amplify nitric oxide levels for superior circulation and unparalleled performance. That is also 40% off. And we've had doctors come on air and rave about how great this product is. That's for a reason. It's all about blood flow. It's all about cardiovascular health. Nitric Boost. 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This and so many great products are available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it's your support there that keeps us on the air. High-quality products for high-quality news transmissions for this high-quality audience. All right. Let's get to some of this political news when we come back. Then we're going to go to the southern border. Then we're going to get into the latest January 6th news. And then we'll talk about maybe one way we can cure ourselves of the congressional corruption. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious and you realize ignorance is not bliss it equals death but people are starting to really understand how serious things are and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with but it's the reality Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
right now ahead of going to the border and then talking about some January 6th issues, including the latest with the pipe bomb situation. But some updates in these persecutions, these corrupt cases against Donald Trump. And we've seen the types of individuals that they have to bring forward to do this crap. They're corrupted themselves. They're, they're, they're out of their minds, belong in a mental institution themselves. And so I, I could get into the details with this latest story. Judge overseeing Trump's January 6th case suffers setback. This is coming out of Georgia. It's that District Judge Tanya Chutkin. But I'll, I'll give you the long to the short of it right now. They, in fact, let, let me just give you the big picture here. Let me let me just give you the big picture. And I, I'm privy to some of the behind the scenes information that can't get into yet. But here's the big picture. The Democrats have to have these cases done before the election. They have to. That's their entire thing. And anybody who's been caught up in the court system recently knows that getting getting stuff moved through the system is extremely hard. It, it takes years sometimes. And especially if the two sides can't can't reach an agreement or one of the sides or both of the sides in this case it's just one of the sides wants to delay usually it's the government that wants to delay as long as possible but in this case it's the government that wants these things fast-tracked and and they can't get it done so that's their big setbacks and and we can get into all the details of the corruption with fanny willis and the sleeping around and and the paying the prosecutor that's her her uh you know, little little joystick there and everything else. But at the end of the day, their big issue, the individuals don't even matter. It's the game. And the game is they have to get these cases through the system and get Trump convicted before the election. That's their game. That's how they win. That's their mission. So whenever they find issue and the cases and the trials and the hearings and everything keeps getting delayed, 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 that's the big setback for the government. They have to have these things done by the election. Now, they've had other setbacks, like trying to get him off the ballot continues to fail. Donald Trump to stay on Illinois ballot. Board declines to remove him over insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. So, again, you've never been charged with insurrection. You never committed an insurrection. And they just say, you can't be on insurrection. And and you say, what? And then they say, oh, wait, you never did an insurrection. So, yeah, you're good. Oops, another L. Now, obviously, obviously, Trump's team is appealing the E. Jean Carroll decision. And... The attorney for Eugene Carroll is is immediately hitting the media saying, "Nope, that's 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 absurd. What's done is done." Eugene Carroll's lawyer rebutted a claim that she was mentored by the judge who oversaw the rape defamation trial of former President Trump. So she, so Trump didn't rape her. That's what a jury decided. But then she wins a defamation case for saying he didn't rape her. That's the Twilight Zone clown world that this trial existed in the attorney roberta kaplan said there is no basis to toss the recent 83.3 million dollar verdict against the former president in carol's favor oh i don't know maybe her going on the media saying i'll do anything to destroy trump maybe her going in front of 
the cameras on MSNBC laughing about the judgment. Does that seem like a victim to you? Kaplan blasted Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, for raising false allegations of a mentor-mentee relationship between Kaplan and Judge Lewis Kaplan when they both worked at the prestigious and large New York law firm, Paul and Weiss. So they both have the same name, too. I mean, come on. This is just getting absurd. Come on. Give us a better script, Matrix. The characters are good. I'll give you that. I mean, that that character, E. Jean Carroll, E. Jean Carroll, that is a true whacked out freak show that you brought up there. I'll give you that. Great character selection. But the writing needs to be a little bit better. They have the same name. Come on. That's uh, just a coincidence anyway. But it's not about a mentee-mentor relationship. It's that they're all in it to destroy Trump. That's the story. It's not about justice. It's not about what did or didn't happen to E. Jean Carroll. It's about how can we destroy Trump. Now, attorney Viva Free has pointed out some interesting anomalies in the paperwork here. We're going to have him on tomorrow to discuss this. A number of people have pointed this out, and I don't have an answer. How did the jury not answer question three and nonetheless proceed to answer question four in the affirmative? So it's it's the verdict form here. And question one is, did Trump rape Miss Carroll? No. Question three, which they didn't answer, which they didn't answer, Mr. Trump forcibly touched Miss Carroll. They didn't answer that. But then in question four, Ms. Carroll was injured as a result of Trump's conduct. But what is the conduct? Didn't, didn't forcibly touch her and didn't rape her. So we're going to get into this and some other anomalies that attorney Viva Free has noticed here and his audience with the Barnes and Free podcast that they do on Rumble. And we're going to talk to him about that and get some of his other legal takes on here. Meanwhile... Tara Reid, you know, the woman that accused Biden of rape that the media ignores. And I guess she didn't have Democrat governors writing new laws so that she could sue Joe Biden um, decades after the event with no evidence, like we saw with Eugene Carroll and Kathy Hochul. And you have Laura Loomer, who just released this from Tara Reid, a press release. Tara Reid, the woman who was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden in 1993, just filed a tort complaint with the U.S. Department of Justice seeking $10 million in damages for invasion of privacy, emotional distress, and a violation of her rights. Well, can't she sue Joe Biden for $90 million? Uh, like, like, like Trump has to pay that, that, uh, that rat from the woods they got? She is accusing the FBI of launching a secret operation called Operation Cassandra to stalk her, discredit her, intimidate her, and possibly even eliminate her if need be so that she wouldn't be a threat to Joe Biden. That's why she uh, sought asylum and is now living in Russia. Russia is where she resides. Zero media coverage, of course. Media hates talking about the sexual predator Alzheimer's patient who stole the election. Well, he goes around and um, gropes and grabs and sniffs children on camera and can't even stop himself from doing that. Remember the most recent one when he, he, he walked up to a little girl and started nibbling her or whatever that was, whatever that strange thing was? That's Joe Biden and the media covers for him. Because they're just as corrupt as he is. And they hate you. Also, Justice Department investigating squad Democrat Cori Bush 
for potential misuse of funds. Now, remember, she said, oh, my husband was qualified and he gave me a security discount. You know, I I got some other questions that are now lurking about here. It's kind of like, hey, you know, what allowed E. Jean Carroll to sue Donald Trump decades later with no evidence and no memory or anything? And then I find out, oh, it was a it was a bill written by the Democrat governor. Isn't that amazing? She teed it up for her. And so I'm sitting here thinking, well, okay, Corey Bush and her husband, what, what's going on with this thing? Okay, well, he was a veteran, so all right, but there was no security license. Corey Bush paid her husband despite him not, for security despite him not having a security license. Now, look, I wouldn't put your hopes up in anything happening to Corey Bush. Of course not. She's a Democrat. But here's something interesting. Cori Bush and her husband got married in 2023. Now, I just noticed things, but, you know, Cori Bush's husband is a, he's not a bad looking guy, pretty good looking guy, probably could, probably could do well for himself. So why Cori Bush? Unless a deal was made. Unless a deal was made, or maybe they were concerned about some payments and they thought marriage would have been a way out. And so now here we are. I'm just conspiracy theorizing here. I'm just trying to make sense of it all. But I do wonder whether something happens or not. I wouldn't put your hopes into that. But I do hope the Republicans get the receipts. I'd like to know how much her husband was getting paid for security. I'd like to know when it started too. Because that will give us a real idea just to how how much money was potentially laundered via Corey Bush's campaign funds. That's what I'd like to see. And then maybe they got married for it. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The show that digs deeper than the rest. Welcome to the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Cory Bush, you don't deserve security. She does. Remember that? Here's Cory Bush in 2021. Before she married her security guard, now husband. Maybe there was a reason for that arrangement. Maybe it was to avoid a certain ethics violation. Uh, but here's Cory Bush in 2021. 
You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to to allow that. So if I end up spending two hundred thousand, if I spend ten, ten, ten more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives. Oh, you're trying to save lives by defunding police. Disgusting. You are disgusting. I lived in St. Louis. Me and my friends, when when we were in our older 20s, we would go downtown all the time. That's where a lot of the nightlife is and some of our the bars we like to frequent, especially around St. Louis University. I have... I could probably tell you a dozen stories of my friends getting jumped, robbed, carjacked, car stolen. Hell, remember the story that came out of St. Louis just a year or two ago? The volleyball player gets run over, paralyzed, can never play volleyball again, lost her scholarship. So no, oh, Corey Bush, I've had threats to my life. Yeah, you ever walked around uh, North St. Louis? You ever walked around East St. Louis? You ever walked around downtown St. Louis? Uh, Everybody might be threatened for their life. It's not quite as bad as Chicago as far as the shootings are concerned. But, oh, yeah, it's it's risky business. Wouldn't suggest walking around alone. Wouldn't suggest leaving your car unlocked. And, she, and what does she say? She says, suck it up. Suck it up that you don't get security. Suck it up that there's going to be put no police there for you if you get mugged, if you get robbed, if you get a gun pointed at your head. If you get a death threat, suck it up. We're getting rid of the police. But I'm Democrat Cory Bush. I'm more important than you. I'm Democrat Cory Bush. I get security. Give me money. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life. And I have too Yeah, you live in St. Louis. Too many people that need help right now for yeah, me to by cops. allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 200000 I'd like to know how much you spend. On it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defund the police up. has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives. Social safety nets. What the hell does that even mean? Sounds like police. Guys, pull up crime statistics for St. Louis or or plug in shooting St. Louis this weekend. There's probably at least one. That's Corey Bush's district. Suck it up. Suck it up. You live in one of the most dangerous cities in the United States of America for decades. Suck it up. I get money for security. I get police. I'm more important than you. I'm Democrat Corey Bush. You suck it up. I really wonder. So this weekend, six dead, three injured in shootings across St. Louis. Suck it up. Oh, and look where they were. East St. Louis and North St. Louis. Oh, who could have seen it coming? Suck it up. Suck it up. Corey Bush gets private security. She if she spends a million on security. Who cares? Suck it up. Defund the police. Those bastards. They want to protect the community in one of the most dangerous cities on earth. Oh yeah, and, and uh, uh, it, it, it ain't uh, it ain't a cakewalk being a police officer in downtown St. Louis. You know, it's funny because I, I, you know, people will talk about certain areas and police getting out of control and and ticky tack crimes. Let me tell you something: in St. Louis, they don't really do ticky tack crimes. 
They're looking for murderers and killers and gangbangers. Because uh, that's what you got. But hey, suck it up. Cori Bush is going to make sure that they are on the loose and she's got all the security. She's more important than you. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. War. We may have a solution for the southern border wall. Texas decorates border fence with evidence of Hunter Biden's crimes to get federal agents to ignore it. Well, it's a, it's a strategy. It's a, it's, a, it's a work in progress, let's say. We're trying to figure it out. Hell, uh, someone called into the show the other day and said, we need to put alligators in moats. And then a Democrat representative from Texas said, Trump supporters want alligators and moats at the border. You know what? It might work. It might work. Get those gators uh get those gators hungry for human flesh, you know, toss a little human flesh in there and see if anybody wants to cross the border. All right, we've got some border news. We've got Chase Geyser at the border with us. I'm going to get into some of this latest news with Chase. Uh but first Chase, let me ask you this. What are you hearing about the uh, status of the caravan? Uh, are, are you seeing some evidence of it being down there, or are you hearing some grumblings? What, what's the latest on that story? Great question, Owen. Thanks again for having me on the show today. There haven't been many rumblings about the caravan itself as of yet. The one thing that I did notice was one of the journalists staying at our hotel when I was sitting in the lobby the other day did request to extend their stay and was denied because the hotel is sold out. So this is definitely going to be a heavily populated Eagle Pass this weekend. I believe the caravan's coming down officially on the 3rd, so we're anticipating starting to see some rumblings tomorrow and then Friday, the real influx, and then of course, throughout the weekend, uh, there's going to be a massive presence. And of course, the the Biden administration is well aware that when the media is about to mass in a certain area where the illegal entries are going on they they just move the illegal entries to another area so that nobody can see them so it it might be it might be tough to find masses of illegal immigrants coming in because they know all the media is there they'll just go to a different port but somebody will catch them i'm sure uh i'm sure it's i'm sure it's not being stopped now uh you filed a report earlier You, you can't even believe this stuff it's hilarious you're standing at the border fence where there's some barbed wire and uh you know uh a bit of a barrier there, but then there's an actual manhole, right? I mean, you could just crawl right through it. Yeah. How, how yeah. ridiculous is that? Let me show you something right now, Owen. So you can see this Constantina wire here, which is a form of barbed wire that's legally allowed to be put on the ground. Traditional barbed wire, razor wire has to be elevated four feet according to the law, but this is where it meets the wall. And what I can do here, climb up, now you'll see I'm on the Mexican side of the wall. It's barbed wire. It's just totally asinine. Hola. So it's very easy to uh, go over to the uh, Mexican side of the wall. No problem. Did so, It looks like somebody propped up a tire right there for that exact yeah. purpose. They must have known that we were going to be doing a report on InfoWars because they 
made it very easy for us to do that little stunt. So for people that are in an audio audience, we've got Chase Geyser live at the border here, and he's at a, a part of the border wall where it stops. It's likely because Biden cut the construction and the funding off for it. And he literally just hops up on a tire that's propped up right there. Like that's for the purpose of this tire and then is on the other side. So the Constantina wire really does nothing. So so you found this in many parts where, okay, there might be a fence or a barrier or a wall, but then anybody can find, I mean, a, a five-year-old could cross that border if it wanted to. Right. And it just goes to show that the Constantina wire is just political showmanship. And I came here totally neutral on the Abbott issue, totally not knowing one way or the other how this was going to be. So I am an example of someone who's come down here with an open mind, ready to support Abbott 100% or ready to attack him 100%. It seems like this entire argument and debate about Shelby Park and the Constantina wire, it's all just political showmanship. I mean, it's easier for me to go to Mexico right now than it is for me to get into some gated neighborhoods in the United States of America. I mean, it's just that that easy, Owen. Well, and I, I could tell you too, you would actually get stopped by border patrol trying to go to Mexico. If you tried to walk, if you tried to walk over to Mexico, they'd probably stop you and apprehend you. But right in front of you, as you're being arrested, ten thousand people will walk in. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the things too, I mentioned this the other day, and we've seen this as sort of a motif since we've been at the border. You may not be able to capture it on camera. But this is a trail back here that goes into Shelby Park and, of course, to the Rio Grande, which goes yeah, to Mexico. Yeah, okay, that's what it looks like. So that goes right to the river? <clears throat> yeah, it goes right to the river. And you can see that it's easier in person to see. There's just backpacks and clothes strewn all over the ground, all around the area that we're standing in. What they do is they swim across with their belongings in a plastic bag. Their clothes are wet when they get to their side. The first thing they do is change clothes into dry clothes and leave the wet clothes behind. And you can see the evidence of that just everywhere that we've gone to the border that just just piles of clothes, underwear, socks, shirts, coats, backpacks are very common. Shoes are very common to see as well. Little kids, little girls, little boys, adult shoes, women's shoes. I mean, anybody that you can imagine, you can see. A lot of times, one, one thing that I mentioned earlier was that the, the ground here looks like footage that you see of the Titanic's crash where it sank, where they when they have those famous photographs of shoes or articles of clothing that are laying on the ocean floor. That's what it's like here by this border wall belonging strewn about so this is a perfect example of the open border economy right here actually you've got uh who's ever giving them these clothes and i don't know these could be uh you know used closed or, or picked up from from some other organization charitable organization but they're they're somebody processes this and they give them multiple pairs of clothing so they can cross the border and then just discard whatever clothes that are wet from the river. And then they put on their brand new clothes, their brand new shoes. Somebody's facilitating that. Somebody's being paid for that. You know, here, here's an angle that kind of gets forgotten. Man, I, I wish I owned a Constantino Wire production facility because I wonder how much those companies are making. Because they get put up and then taken down. And then new ones get put up and then taken down. I mean, they're just making out like bandits. I should have gotten in the, in the barbed wire business. I'd be making millions right now on this little border standoff. Yeah, barbed wire business or international arms is good business to be in under this current administration because between World War III and this this Biden border invasion, there's a lot of money to be made, whether you're an NGO providing services or transportation or consulting or whether you're literally a supply contractor that does things like bring Constantino wire to the border. There's a lot of money to be made. And it's sad because I, I wouldn't be against whatever cost necessary in order to protect our border but when you're spending billions of dollars because of this issue and it's entirely ineffective i'm not i'm not the most athletic guy but like you saw how easy it was for me to just hop on 
Anthony. You were climbing on there like a spider monkey. It's, it's easy, right? And so why is this wire even here? If you can just do that, do they just not want? Well, I think it's obvious why they put the wire there, though. They put the wire there because as it's as it's, I mean, it's right behind you. That's a that's a well trafficked path. I mean, probably thousands of people have walked that path. That's why it's a beaten path. That's why you see all the discarded clothes. So that's why they put the barbed wire there. But it doesn't even matter. They're now being rerouted to a different port of entry because they know the media is at uh, that that Eagle Pass entry. So you mentioned though the media at the hotel. Are, are, are the, is the media there to cover the illegal immigration? Are they there to cover the convoy? Or, or is it a mix of both or what? Yeah, I think it's a mixed bag. The other thing that I noticed at the hotel as well is there's a lot of law enforcement that's staying there, whether it's state troopers, whether it's federal uh, uh, agents and represent, representatives as well. Uh, so there's definitely a lot going on. I'm here. We did a tour early day inside Shelby Park with a Army major. Uh, that was fascinating. He was telling us some of the stories about what's been going on over the last couple of months. But basically what happened was thousands of people came over in December and now it's down to like dozens per day in the area. Uh, there's a there's an area called Normandy just a few miles outside of Eagle Pass. That's where the most recent sort of caravans have come over, for lack of a better term. I think 35 people crossed over earlier today, just a few miles elsewhere. So you're exactly right. It's like whack-a-mole. They plugged up the, the Shelby Park. But then they just then the migrants just pop up a few miles that way or a few miles that way and cross right over. Yeah, and of course the Texas border is uh, I think it's some thousand miles. So yeah. the only way to really practically do this is to either station the military or have a, a really high tech infrastructure or build a wall or build yeah. a wall. Those are really your only options because the only thing curtailing this right now is the American media showing it. And then as soon as they find out the hot spot, the media goes there and the Biden administration shifts them to, you know, 100 miles over, 200 miles over, whatever the deal is. And then it's like, see, there's nothing here. Yeah, exactly. And I will say that of the members of the military that we've spoken to and members of the state guard that we've spoken with, there is sort of a frustration with the federal government. They want to be able to do more. They want to do more things. And their hands are really tied in a lot of cases about what they can do so they can secure the park. But. If they're not given orders to go down three miles and secure the next path that's being trafficked across, then they just simply can't do it. So I don't put the fault on the actual personnel on the ground here uh, for what's going on. This is really an example of just straight up bad leadership. Well, Biden came out and 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 Karine Jean Pierre lied for him. That's her job. But they said we're doing everything. We're doing everything to protect the border. Biden's number one priority has been to protect the border. Let me just go through some headlines and some edicts from the Biden administration. This was this was uh, the day he got in office from the White House. Proclamation of the termination of emergency with respect to the southern border of the United States and redirection of funds diverted to border wall construction. So Trump had the southern border as an emergency. Day one, Biden removed that. Here's another one. Biden administration pauses deportations for 100 days and suspends remain in Mexico policy for asylum seekers. I mean, I'm just going down the list here. Biden administration ends Trump era remain in Mexico policy. Biden administration sues Arizona over attempt to fill in border wall. Biden administration demands Arizona remove border wall. Proclamation of the uh, so he ends the emergency. I mean, it's all of it. It's just left and right. The Biden administration opened the border. Speaker Johnson, uh, in front of Congress today, gave a speech outlining 64 different actions that Biden has taken directly to make the border less secure. 
The House Republican released 98 executive orders that Biden has enacted to make the border less secure. And yet Biden says, I'm doing everything. Karine Jean-Pierre says, I'm doing everything. It's clear at this point, this is a political football. The Biden administration is using the open border for, for a political agenda, but then all uh, backpack guy, January 6th backpack guy, not to be confused with January 5th backpack person, uh, backpack guy was a uh, non-uniform, you know, plain clothes police officer, in, in, you know, in the employ of the Capitol Hill police. The, the person who found the pipe bomb, the person who, D'Antuano, who was leading the investigation, say, oh, yeah, the person who found it, it'd be investigation 101 that they would be a suspect initially until ruled out. You're saying that person was an undercover, plain-closed Capitol Police officer, and the Capitol Police confirmed that to you today. They confirmed that to me today, yes. Uh, uh, which, so, by the way, it, what does it that makes, mean to you? Well, it, it heightens some of my concerns and and. Uh, reduces some of the other concerns, okay? One of, one of the concerns that's heightened was, you know, trying to give the the Secret Service and the Metro Police Department the benefit of the doubt when they took four minutes, you know, they finished their lunch before they went and dealt with this pipe bomb. I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt and think that, well, if it's just some random passerby and he said, hey, there's something shiny over there, could be a lawn sprinkler, you know, not sure, maybe want to check it out. But that's not what it was. It was it was a person who was, you know, they say, again, when I relate this to you, I'm relating what the Capitol Police have told me. They say it was a Capitol Police officer who found this bomb and that um, he told them it was a bomb. He, and he radioed it in, said, we've, we've got the device. We found another device. Remember, here's the other just amazing timing is that the first pipe bomb, the one at the Capitol Hill Club, now they call it the RNC pipe bomb, but they really should be calling it the Capitol Hill pipe bomb. I mean, the, the two buildings are next to each other, but it was like... The Capitol Hill Club, which is an entity where Republican members of Congress socialize and fundraise. Right. right. Um, the reason I'm making that distinction is Darren uh, Beatty, who's done amazing work on this, Okay, he's the guy who's said, hey, you should be asking some of these questions. And I said, you know what? You're right. I will be asking those questions. He points out that the RNC-DNC narrative was was made up after the fact. You know, it was really the Capitol Hill Club DNC narrative that they should be talking about. But it, it, it just sounds a lot better that, oh, we knew to go look at the DNC once we found one at the RNC. Interesting. Well, if you thought somebody was going to blow up the RNC and they – don't they hate Republicans? Why would they also want to blow anyways? So, um, you know, they come down this, this plainclothes police officer who had been in the vicinity of that one. they had just found that the timing is remarkable because it found, Oh, it was found five minutes before the breach of the bicycle racks, uh, near at the perimeter of the Capitol, just a miraculous timing that, you know, would have provided, Exactly the right timing to distract. After sitting in an alley for 17 hours, you know, by, found by somebody who says she was going to go do her laundry. Okay. Then within, you know, they respond to that. Uh, they secure the area. And 15 minutes later, they find this other bomb. Like, what miraculous timing. Well, I, de- I definitely don't believe that the Capitol Police would purposefully go 
and set a bomb anywhere that could potentially blow up and do anyone harm. I, I, I am not there that they would do something no. like that. However, you seem to point out in questioning with the ATF director that this wasn't an operational bomb that was going to blow up and hurt anybody. Remember that? Right. The, the um, assistant director in charge, he went on TV and, and said these were operable bombs and you know offered a reward, put out a message that they played on TV. And so in the beginning of my transcribed interview with him, he still maintained that they were operable. Well, hold on. We're going to get the ATF director's take on that questioning from Congressman Massey. Take a listen. Also, I see that you're cooperating with the FBI, the ATF is, on the January 6th pipe bomb investigation. What can you tell us about how that's going? Um, uh, obviously, that's a significant matter. It is an ongoing criminal investigation, and so I'm not going to comment on an ongoing criminal investigation. Were, were those pipe bombs operable? Again, you, the again. The ATF is the expert. Again, it's an ongoing and criminal investigation and under longstanding policy, I cannot comment. And we've just had a whole committee for two years that investigated ongoing investigations. So I'm not accepting that answer from you. Uh, we need to know these things. Do you know how the pipe bomb was discovered at the DNC? We've been told how it was discovered at the RNC. And, it, and according to press release from the FBI, you're working with them on this investigation. Respectfully, um, I understand your disagreement, but I cannot comment because it is an ongoing criminal investigation. It's an ongoing cover-up. So, so helpful. It's their policy not to comment on ongoing cover-ups. Yeah, but, it seems like it. So here's what I've come to know since that okay. interview, too. Uh, you know, you chase some leads. I believe, b- based on um, discussions with police, with FBI, and with former ATF, who now works for Capitol Police, that it, the bombs went to Quantico uh, for inspection, not to the ATF. Now, he could have just told me that in the hearing, Oh, right? interesting. He could have said, well, we didn't, we didn't look at the fragments after we blew these things up. It was actually FBI at Quantico looked at them. But he, didn't, he wouldn't even tell me that, so he either doesn't know it or just is so stuck on it like a broken record on it's our longstanding – policy not to comment. So we're in this meeting last night and one of our Republican colleagues turns to you as you're explaining how long it's been that this has been an open investigation, these videos that show the strange behavior of a person we now know was a plain closed Capitol police officer. And one of our Republican colleagues kept pressing you and saying, but Thomas, why would they do this? Why would anyone try to um, plant these phony fake devices in order to create confusion that day and you know we we don't know the answer to that question in all honesty do you have a working theory yeah well um again i don't know who did it but i can tell you a consequence of this because this is buried in the back of the january 6th committee report that um there was a call to bring more bike racks to the capitol they had hundreds of them loaded up ready to bring to the Capitol, to reinforce the Capitol. And it turns out those never made it because this DNC pipe bomb was discovered and they set up a perimeter and blocked them from coming. So So if there was a booby trap intended to um, have people commit a technical violation of federal criminal law with no intent to break the law, uh, that was facilitated perhaps by the very interestingly timed discovery of these two devices. Yeah, whether there was intent or not, the the result of this, according to the January 6th committee, was that uh, it made it easier to breach the Capitol because the reinforcements couldn't be brought 
to the Capitol. Thanks so much for watching this video. Make sure you're subscribed right, to so our channel. All right, so that's Representative Matt Gates and his show, Firebrand. I was a guest on that uh, a month or so ago, and uh, he does a great job, and that's a very important interview. Now, we got more on this coming up, and I got to tell you, look, how should I say this? I mean, I'll just tell it like it is. There's certain information I'm privy to because I've been a part of this defense. And I, I've talked to many of the lawyers that are part of this defense. But I also know the danger that I'm in covering this stuff. And so I've got to be very careful here. Because I, I got to tell you, there's stuff that I know and there's things that I could cover that I'm just like, I, I just sit here and I just say, is it worth it? Is it worth it to spend a year in jail over one story, over one issue? Or is it worth it to stay out of jail and and continue to be on air every day covering all the other news? But um, that's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at in this country. Where you, you say the wrong thing, you cover the wrong thing, the Biden administration will lock you up for a year. That's, that's what I face. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the war room. Demonic Democrats trying to destroy everything that we hold dear. Uh, but they are. We don't like the federal government running entrapment schemes to incarcerate otherwise 
innocent American citizens, but they do. I guess they would be part of Team Devil, part of Team Satan, part of Team Evil. Not us. We're part of Team Humanity. And you can join Team Humanity as well. Go get the t-shirt at InfoWarsStore.com, Team Humanity. And in case you haven't noticed, if you've been a longtime listener, we, we've kind of stopped really selling t-shirts so much. But every once in a while, we'll do a limited release t-shirt. And so this is a limited release when it's sold out. That's it. Team Humanity t-shirt, InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, when you shop at InfoWarsStore.com, you make everything we do here possible. But uh, Alex got a little creative and said, you know what? I want another T-shirt at InfoWarsStore.com. So you can get the Team Humanity T-shirt. And then he made a 1776 kind of highway road sign T-shirt. It's like a a cross between the Gadsden flag and a highway road sign, a bit of a throwback. That also limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com. So uh, if if you want another InfoWars T-shirt, they're available right now, limited edition. When they sell out, that's it. Infowarsstore.com. And of course, it's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right, we are working on getting our next guest lined up, Trennis Evans with Condemned USA. And uh, that group is doing a lot of work to support the January 6th political prisoners, many of which who are being treated in in not just unjust but inhumane ways. And there's some other news here. Julie Kelly, who's all over this. A day after a criminal in D.C. killed one man and critically injured another, Matthew Graves' office was in court arguing that a January 6er who shoved a Capitol Police officer should go to prison for 11 years. This is what Attorney Graves' responsible for prosecuting criminals in D.C. does with his time. Now, remember, there was also kitty diddlers that got only a couple years in prison. But if you were the wrong guy in the place, in the wrong place at the wrong time on January 6th, they make sure you're going to be spending decades in prison for that. But you diddle kids, uh, nah, a year or two, you'll be, you'll be fine. No big deal there. And uh, look, I, I'm telling folks, this is just barely the tip of the iceberg with how bad it really is. The political persecution, and it's not just Donald Trump. That's the most highly publicized case, obviously. But there are so many people that are being tortured. Tortured in the name of January 6th. And it was likely now, with all the evidence, an FBI, a federal government, a Democrat entrapment, scheme, if not stand down. We saw Thomas Massey and Matt Gates talking about it in the last segment. FBI shut down investigation that would have led to the January 6th pipe bomb suspect, former agent reveals. And so it looks like they were all involved. Um, it looks like there were Democrat operatives involved at every level of this deal. And you don't want to make a blanket statement about all Capitol Police. I don't mind making a blanket statement about the FBI, quite frankly. But it, but it would appear that they had, the Democrats had operatives either inside Capitol Police and or the FBI. And they were directly involved in the pipe bomb. 
And when the investigation into the individual involved in laying the pipe bomb was to be green lit, they shut it down. Why? Why would they shut that down? It's pretty obvious. They don't want to know or they don't want you to know. The plot thickens. Damning new details emerge in January 6th pipe bomb cover up. And that's what it is. So you're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. When it comes to January 6th, you could spend decades in prison. If you're there like me, a journalist telling people not to go in, never went in, never engaged in any violence. I spend months in prison. I spend years on probation. But if you're Black Lives Matter, if you're Antifa, if you're one of these other leftist groups, you can burn and you can loot and you can maim and you can murder. And and you don't get any investigations. You don't get any prosecutions. If you're a kitty diddler, they give you a slap on the wrist and push you aside and let you out in a year or two. But you're you're somebody that was involved in the wrong place at the wrong time on January 6th. Your life is going to be destroyed. And they're coming after you and looking for decades in prison. What if you're an anti-abortion activist and you do a peaceful protest sitting, sitting, sitting peacefully at a health clinic? You're now convicted of a felony. This is wacko. We've got the video of this, by the way. So as I'm reading this story, guys... As I'm reading this story, just B-roll clip six, because this is this is their felony crime. Sitting in a peaceful, silent protest against abortion at a health clinic, and now it lands them felonies. Yeah, they should have they should have joined a leftist terrorist group and burned a police building. They would have gotten an award. Democrats would have given him money for attorneys and bail. Six anti-abortion protesters convicted of felonies in Tennessee blockade. Six anti-abortion protesters convicted of felonies in Mount Juliet Clinic blockade nearly three years after a group of anti-abortion protesters from across the country blocked the entrance to a Mount Juliet Reproductive Health Clinic abortion center. Six of the defendants have been convicted of federal felonies that could translate to years of prison time. The jury delivered the guilty verdict late Tuesday afternoon after a trial that lasted one week and featured video evidence of the group's 2021 blockade. This is just disgusting. Of the Carafem Health Center Clinic and testimony from police, a patient and employee at the clinic that day. And it gets into the individuals and their names and the fines and how they each could face a decade or more in prison. Here's the U.S. Attorney the U.S. attorney speaking, he says, these defendants knowingly chose to violate laws they disagree with. The jury's verdict today is a victory for the rule of law in this country and a reminder that we cannot pick and choose which laws we follow. Yeah, just to enforce them on. It is also a testament to the outstanding work done in this case by the trial team and our law enforcement partners. You know, this is the kind of stuff when you're a rational person and and when you put any forms of patriotism or or pride or culture and you just go raw survival instinct this is the kind of stuff where you say you get the hell out of this country man you just get the hell out of this country because you can sit 
silently and peacefully at an abortion clinic for a protest and get a decade in jail. Okay, maybe give him a week. This isn't justice. But if you're a Democrat attorney and you firebomb, literally firebomb police vehicles or a police building, you get a slap on the wrist. I mean, this is the stuff of the most corrupt times in the history of this world. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. an FBI entrapment scheme is what it appears to be, a Democrat entrapment scheme. It's it's really a shame how many of them have just been forgotten and just remain in prison being tortured, but Trennis Evans and Condemned USA have not forgotten. And uh, he, he made this statement this morning. The government has refused to allow myself or David Sumrall to be experts in the January 6th cases. Now, remember, Dave Sumrall put together a documentary about that day, probably um, the most hardcore as far as what actually went down that day. Nobody started before people present documentary documentary films, articles, 500 plus interviews, congressional work, wide scope, books, speaking engagements, work on countless trials. Only the FBI started on January 6th before we did. 
And so Trennis with Condemned USA, a group that's trying to make sure these political prisoners that are being tortured by the Biden administration are not forgotten, joins me now. Uh, Trennis, where do you want to begin? I know that there's a bunch of other updates and stuff that uh, you want to get in here. But uh, I, look, I, I got to tell you, I kind of got to give you the reins here because it's hard for me to cover this stuff because my heart breaks for these people. And also, I'm still under probation, and any one of these dirty Democrats could literally throw me in prison tomorrow, and I'd just be disappeared. Yeah, Owen, I totally understand that situation. I I sit on federal probation myself for January 6th. I got three years of federal probation, but I look at it like this. How am I going to whine? You know, I know you're not whining. I know I'm not whining. We're just trying to help people understand what's actually happening here. People that engage in a peaceful protest are spending years of their life in pro- on probation after doing year or two on pretrial and all this nonsense. And then here we are, we sit in a place where the actual criminals, I think of January 6th are yet to be found. And that's where the real problem is. And I'm not suggesting maybe anyone didn't break the law or I myself didn't, but the reality is, is whoever really orchestrated this, whoever put this together, Whoever did whatever's been done that we keep seeing more about, God bless Steve Baker and so many others, we're starting to see that there's much more to this, as we've been saying for a very, very long time. But the reality, Owen, is that we're talking about the work that's been done after the fact. Condemned USA, myself, you know, we have a change of venue motion that's like nothing anyone's ever seen. The government's agreed to that in their own motion in response, and they've never seen anything like it. And uh, that's a unique piece that I started working on two years ago that we now have sitting on the forefront of that. Um, I'm currently condemned USA has an amicus curiae brief that has been accepted and distributed in the Supreme Court on behalf of Donald Trump. And the most important part about that, a lot of people have amicus briefs in there, but we got it right about what was happening in the 41st Congress. Think about this, Owen. Ulysses S. Grant was president at that time. That's how far back this rolls. 41st Congress, Ulysses S. Grant is, is there And they had to realize that they made a mistake with this 14th Amendment situation, and they needed to clarify some issues. You can't find this on LexisNexis. You can't find this in Westlaw. You you don't get this online. We had to send somebody and we'll do the work in the Library of Congress. Thank God for John Mosley and some of the great people that are on the team that help us out that uh, are instrumental. And, you know, this is something far beyond my individual capabilities. But we've been funding this effort, pushing back. Uh, but the unique part about our amicus brief in the Supreme Court for Donald Trump that has been accepted and distributed is the fact that we were able to interject a matter of fact. And that fact is that the select committee fraudulently altered and changed the timestamps on the video. I've been jumping up and down about this for a long time. And finally, somebody started listening when, it, uh, when Trump started experiencing this in Colorado. I got a call from a tur- all over attorneys all over the country saying, holy crap. I can't believe right now that I'm watching this video of you and they're cha- that changed timestamp and they're claiming that you ushered, ushered in the dog whistle of Donald Trump at 224. And I said, that's insane. We all know that video has been altered. Sure enough, the original journalists that shot it, you know, these Michael Nigro and the Nigro Times journalists and Sandy Bauckham and that like, Owen, you probably know some of those folks. Those despicable people have never come forward and said, that's a fraudulently altered video. That has timestamp has been changed. It's off by two hours. This whole argument for removing Donald Trump from the ballot is based on a lie. We know it was a lie, but now you can even see that the fraudulent evidence exists in the Colorado lower court case 
It's been entered and injected into the Illinois case. It's been interjected in the Colorado Supreme Court case, and it now sits injected into the United States Supreme Court. And yet, where are anyone to come forward and say, hey, wait a minute, this is a big mistake. This video was an altered fraud, and none of these things that we've based or hedged our bets on or uh, the entire basis of our case from people for like Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, which is nothing more than the antithesis of what that group actually is by namesake, that those people haven't come forward and righted this wrong. Where are those attorneys? Now, I have an affidavit from Mr. Eric Olson, the, the lead attorney for crew on the Colorado case, that admits that he didn't ever check the video. He admitted, I should say this correctly, sorry. He admits that he only removed the, pulled the video down from the government website. He didn't check it for authenticity. Apparently, he just took it face value, the select committee. Isn't it sad that a, a group that has the power of of uh, speech under the speech and debate clause protection to essentially a license to lie to the American public has been used as evidence. And think about how many judges have taken extrajudicial notice of the select committee and the damage and the fraud that that was on the people of January 6th. Well, these are supposed to be punishable offenses. These are supposed to be punishable offenses. But but notice with, with, with the case that you're talking about, it's the same thing with the January 6th pipe bomber. Once they get caught, they don't want to talk about it anymore. They don't want to talk about the January 6th pipe bomber because they've been caught. It was likely their own people running the op. Same thing with this 14th Amendment issue to get Trump off the ballot. They got caught engaging in fraud and they failed. And so now they don't want to talk about it. Now it's like, oh, okay, we can't get Trump on the ballot. Let's not talk about that anymore. No, this, this is a criminal act. These people need to be held in contempt of the courts that they get brought in front of, but instead they just get caught and then they just back away, slink away and, and f- figure out the next big con they can engage in to uh, not just try to harm Donald Trump, but but hurt this country and his supporters. Oh, and you know, you have people like yourself, right? With, and myself, we've all been relegated to the world of conspiracy theorists, right? Owen Schroyer. I mean, the government lied and said you weren't even a journalist. I read your case. I couldn't believe what I was reading. You know, I've been happy to uh, have an opportunity to work with Norm Pattis over time. He's a fantastic man, a great attorney. Roger Root, Steve Metcalf, so many of these guys that I've just had you know, a blessed to deal with, George Pallas. And the reality is this. They lied about you, and what is the penalty for that? Well, they have a license to lie. You can lie on the floor of the court. You can lie in Congress, and that license to lie has to be stripped away from these people. We have to legislate that away from these people. We live in a time, Owen, where we all know that the legislator, and this doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on, ask the left, ask the right, they both agree, libertarians alike, that Congress is a corrupt body that no longer represents the people. And there's all kinds of problems going on there. Then you recognize that both sides are screaming that the judiciary is corrupt and it no longer represents the people or holds actual justice equitably. Then you have people that no matter who's in office in the White House, claim that he's been the White House has been stolen. And that so where are we in this country, Owen? What kind of country do we have? Do we truly have any kind of something that even resembles a constitutional republic? When you can lie about a president, you can make up fraudulent videos, produce them from Congress, enter them into the courts. Lawyers can carry them forward. Millions of dollars in legal fees and interest have all been accumulated in an effort to take down Donald Trump. This is a lie. It's despicable, and it cannot stand in this country. I am sick and tired of watching this absolute despicable nonsense go on while everyone here, you trespassed on a on a, a hollowed ground, right, in their capital, which is really, I mean, this is a place where more crimes against the people and humanity have taken place in the history of man. 
Well, here's what it is. They always want to say, no one's above the law. No one's above the law. And they always, you know, they, they run with that. No, actually, there are people above the law. I think it's very clear that people have been put above the law. Democrats are put above the law. We have Democrat protesters or terrorists that are put above the law. We have the, the FBI agents that run these entrapment schemes that are put above the law. So, yeah, actually, there are people that are above the law. There was even a magistrate judge, the crew just put it up on the screen, that called out the DOJ and said, wait a second, your charges against Owen Troyer appear to be illegitimate. They said, we don't care. We're above the law. So, so they are the ones that are above the law. Hunter Biden is above the law. Joe Biden is above the law. I mean, how about Jamal Bowman? We'll do, we'll do uh, after this break, uh, don't, don't go anywhere, Trentis. We're going to get more into this. House Ethics Investigation finds Jamal Bowman gave misleading statements after pulling Capitol fire alarms. So this guy committed a blatant crime. It's on tape. He pulled the fire alarm, which is a crime. He disrupted congressional proceedings, which is a crime. But my guess is Jamal Bowman is above the law because he's a Democrat. So I'm sick of hearing this. No one's above the law. No one's above the law. Yeah, Democrats are above the law. Corrupt federal agents are above the law. You've made that perfectly clear to us. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. <laughs> 